Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast where today we're going to be talking about day two of the action at the SCG, the fourth test of the Ashes. Usman Khawaja has tunned up. England have managed to bat five overs without losing a wicket. Will it be a draw? Will it rain some more? I don't know. We'll try and answer these questions though. Um, my name is Jack Hope and I am joined by Max Rowe Brown. Max, how are you doing this morning? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that there's some rain in South Africa, which gives us time to get through the uh, the Ashes stuff and then we can get around to watching the competitive cricket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it also it also gives our, our, our audience a chance to tune in. So thank mm. you for the rain in, uh, yeah. in Johannesburg there. Um, England spreading spreading the love through the medium of precipitation. Um, Ross, you're also with us. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, mate. Um, really a, a inevitable thing to wake up to this morning, I thought, on the England front. So um, it's, it's nice to feel um, f- feel comfortable. Sorry, what was inevitable here? That they, uh, they didn't lose a wicket? That What what, what inevitable um, was inevitable about this whole situation? That it'd be Australia's day and they would rack up over 350 and England would be in a position where we are ruining um, previous mistakes. Well, I think it's been a, a decent day for England. You know, they... They scored, scored slow enough that England England should be able to draw this match. Even bad England should be able to draw this match. There's, there's going to be at least two more sessions lost to rain. So you have to bat five sessions probably. To never to had you down as a, as an optimist, Jack. No, I think I I don't I don't even think it's an optimistic thing to say. I think you just have to look at how Test cricket works, and they shouldn't they shouldn't blow this one. Um, Ross, we are sponsored by Serious Cricket, which you can see just to my right. If you look at me and then look at the Christmas tree and then look to the right, if you're on YouTube, <laughs> then you'll see see the sponsor's logo and, and, and information. If you're on if you're on um, an audio platform, 
Ross will will convey that to you now. Yep. Uh, all of our Ashes coverage um, and the, pretty much the shows we're doing it in the next kind of few days um, are brought to you by Serious Cricket. Um, they are cricket equipment specialists who have provided our team wear since we began and our cricket equipment since we began as well uh, up until last year. Um, the service has always been great. And in particular, when I asked them if they had a bat they'd recommend um, for the whole team and Julie provided the Zelos um, along with yeah. Alistair Cookerborough. Um, who we've, we've obviously anointed, um, which have kept the Australian at our cricket club, who is about 45, has played grade cricket, and he's unbelievable. Um, and those pieces of equipment have kept him at the club because it's certainly not our personalities. <laughs> um, they stock every major brand and know everything about their equipment, so they are proper, proper specialists. Um, as you're listening to our podcast, you get 10% off when you use the code TCP10 on their website, um, which is seriouscricket.com. Co.uk says ah, it on the screen. Yeah, um, close, good close effort. Enough. Good close effort. Enough. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Uh, and then the link uh, of which is going to be in the show notes as well. So um, it, it, uh, it is. It's in the show notes now. So yeah. here, if you if you're watching live or, or you're listening, not live, but to you, it will feel like it's live. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can go and click that, and while you listen to us talk about last night's action, Usman Khawaja's beautiful century, Steve Smith failing to get a hundred once more, as uh, Stuart Broad's five. You can peruse cricket bats, you can peruse gloves, spikes, whites, whatever. Get a new box. Um, you don't you want to look after the crown jewels. Just ask Joe Root about his box. Um, it's, it's, He's gone through a series. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, cricket, cricket. Max, did you say you had a summary of last night's action? I can I can summarize, certainly. Um, so what happened? We started the day Australia were 126 for three. England had fought back. And we were hoping uh, a couple of early inroads into the uh, the man who's not been in the Test Cricket Arena for two years and uh, the man who has not had a great series so far, uh, especially by his own lofty standards at the crease. Perhaps a chance for England to uh, to get a, get a head start on day two. Not to be. Uh, a, a hundred partnership and Australia sauntered to 200 odd for three and it was all looking very familiar. But not to be denied, Stuart Broad. Came back, got the wicket of Steve Smith, and um, England crawled their way back into the game, getting Australia back to around 255 and 270 odd for six. And we were thinking perhaps England might be able to keep them down to a score that would be, well, maybe maybe not necessarily attainable for this England team, but something that they could at least get into the ballpark of. Um, and then England decided that in Usman Khawaja's tensest part of his Innings, perhaps. The nervous 90s, a man not played cricket for Test Cricket for two years, back in the side, 35, perhaps last chance saloon for him. Who better for him to face in the nervous 90s than David Milan and Joe Root? And um, and so it proved as Australia uh, managed to uh, get a bit of a kickstart into their uh, innings, which had uh, slowed down somewhat uh, just before tea, and give them uh, a little lift, which allowed them to uh, propel themselves with some late hitting and Kawaja's excellent century to a score of 416 for eight, whereupon they declared... Um, Brave decision by Pat Cummins, perhaps. Uh, I'm a big fan of it, but we will we'll see what we think when we discuss it. And that gave them five overs at, at England in the final session. Not many people, I think, uh, gave England the hope of seeing it out without losing a wicket. And it almost proved to be the case that England didn't see it out without losing a wicket. But for two millimetres of Mitchell Stark's heel, 
reprieving Zach Crawley. And uh, could that be the moment that really uh, shows us what Zach Crawley can be as a test cricketer? Or will he need, as Jack said before the show, many more moments like that to be able to uh, to put something of, uh, of a score together? We will see. But... England made it to the end of the day, 13 for none. So uh, we'll start again tomorrow and, and, and there is there is yet hope that it won't be a dismal defeat once more. Have you ever heard of um, the great reversal theory, fellas? Great reversal theory? Yeah, the idea that um, hundreds of years ago, the, the global south as we see it now, uh, through the arbitrary line that we see it now, um, was far richer than the global north. And that's because of a process of colonialization and um, sort of random technological developments and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that was reversed, um, I think, sometime in like the 16th, 17th century. And now the global south is poorer uh, than the global north. I'm wondering whether we're going to see a similar thing with luck after that no ball um, in, this, in, this, in this Asher series. We're going to see the, the great reversal of luck away from Australia. Um, it will be them dropping catches, them overstepping, uh, them having, I don't know, other things go wrong. Um, and England will be the ones to cash in. I think we probably still won the bad luck. Uh, no, no, yeah, but it's, it's, look, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just, I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. What's the question, Ross? Uh, are drop catches uh, lucky? Uh, well, there's definitely an element in there, isn't there? Because when you're batting, once Lucky you hit for the, the ball, batter. you mm. have effectively no control over what happens to the ball, do you? No, but then, uh, but then again, it's catches win matches and it's all about it's all about your okay, frame so of reference. So that's about your that, frame that, of reference, that, Ross, isn't it? Yeah, but that I, isn't I, actually a retort to to what I'm saying. Like, I if know, you're, but I'm just having a conversation <laughs> saying that I don't think that no balls and drop catches are. I don't think there is much luck as you're kind of saying into your into your, your no, big definitely luck. here when you're back. I think it's when you're batting if you're bold and then the umpire says no ball that is from your if you're the batting perspective that is that's definitely luck isn't it yeah okay fine fine my, yeah. my, my view you, is if, that England are if just you're Marlis Labuschagne yeah. if you're Marlis Labuschagne and you do your standard thing where you nick an easy catch a second slip and then they go ah and it goes for four runs is that luck? That's definitely luck, isn't it? Is it luck or is it the persona you've built up over the last two years of such a key player that there's added pressure on the catch for that catcher? And no, selling it is uh, is an example of how they, uh, they've they manifested that pressure and that they have to take that catch. And uh, that's the added sweat to the palms, which uh, has made it extra slippery and allowed the ball to slip through. Isn't there, isn't there a study on, on this with professional athletes i think they use darts um, so we're gonna you know darts was very, very big in the uk over over christmas um, similar to cricket they, they, yeah but they the, the study was about pressure and if you take amateur players and professional darts players and you give them a double to hit with one dart the likelihood that they will hit the double for an amateur player dips like 20 30 percent they do get nervous ross the the observed effect or, or max the effect you're talking about there the the bit the, they 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 panic in the big moment and they cannot execute the skills that they have trained themselves for so long to to complete professional darts player the the drop off like one percent so I think Marlis Labuschagne based on that study on darts has has been been lucky in his test career so far and is probably rubbish um, okay <laughs> yeah anyway where, where what do we want to talk about today we should probably start with man of the day Kawaja shouldn't we. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said I said not what, a couple of episodes ago that if uh, it was anyone else but Usman Khawaja would have been in this side from the outset of the Ashes and uh, comes in here and just 
he, he played really well. Um, some of the shots he played, you can only beat what was put in front of you. And Max, your point around David Milan bowling to him when he was on 99 or in the, in the nervous 90s. Um, but he pulverized England's bowling all day. He was, he was, he was, he was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah he was. Um, he pulverized him apart from the moment when Joe Root dropped him. Um, yeah. that was he wasn't didn't pulverize that ball, did he? He gently tickled it. And, um, I, I felt so <laughs> bad. Julie threw it on the floor. Yeah, oh, but <laughs> Jack Leach's confidence must be like an all time low. And all he's saying that like, he's going to bed every night in his quarantine room of going, just get a wicket, just get a top, get a top order wicket that can make a real difference. And then this was this was a dolly, wasn't it? By yeah, it was a good, it was a good delivery. It was a I classic. Mean, it, it, yeah. He troubled Kawaja as well, yeah, a couple of times. It, it, it was a bit negative what he was doing, but but that was slid across it, him, got it the did edge, flick off Butler's leg. So there was, yeah, he had slightly uh, less time to react than normal, but it didn't exactly go to him quickly, did it? It was a. It was a really, really poor bit of cricket from from Joe Root. Very, very disappointing. But we, we Kawaja did bat well, but we did also serve up some absolute dross. Like we, we, we bowled some really bad balls to it. The the England's bat yourself back into form service. Yeah. Um, on, 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 on. Next, it's, come on, it's well. <laughs> Haven't played for two years, you say? <laughs> Welcome to the Ashes. Osman Kwaja has now scored more runs in this series than every England player except Root and Milan. Wow, that's a that's a There's hell a of a stat, for you. isn't it? That is a hell of a stat. I, I yeah, I, look, we'll, we'll we can laugh about the drop and so on, but um, it happened and it does happen in cricket, um, as as the theme of the show has has sort of been so far. Um, I, I I thought it was a genuinely pretty good knock, and I like Kwaja. You know, I, I think Ross, you make it, it's a it's a it's a good point you make. I think. Were he not Usman Kawaja, I think he'd probably have been in the side for Marcus Harris or Travis Head um, at the beginning of this series. He's had a pretty decent test career, hasn't he? Was he in his ninth century today, an average over 40? Um, he's obviously got that famous ton away in Dubai. Um, I, I think he's been a little bit unlucky to be out of the team for the last last few years, considering, considering if we're honest... That this Australian side's batting, it's not it's not one to six gun batters, is it? It's it's sort of one, three, one, and four. One, three, and four are pretty good, yeah. And um and that's sort of it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, and there's that there's that personality thing, right? And I think people need to be able to understand. I'm not, I'm not comparing Usman Kawaja to Kevin Peterson, but you know that kind of that maverick kind of thing, like a big character to manage, etc. Sometimes coaches are just like you know what too difficult to manage don't have don't have it in me to do it and Justin Langer clearly didn't have it in him after when did you watch the watch the test the the Amazon thing and when he's on there he's clearly not maybe not an issue with Kawaja but he's not just um yeah quite quite not one of Langer's favorites let's put it that way well I think you know Kawaja can can think for himself and articulate his ideas and that doesn't quite work with Langer's other automaton yeah, if, he, if he doesn't ideas respond to the uh, the the psycho stare uh, approach to management, then then what's left? Yeah. Walking around the out- outfield with his shoes off didn't quite do it for us, <laughs> McQuadra, I guess. Um, it's, it's, look, yeah, uh, it was well batted. Um, so well done, as McQuadra. Uh, 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 a pretty decent century. Welcome back to Test cricket, Usman Kawaja. Um and I think probably killed England's hopes of anything other than a draw in this match. Certainly. Um, 
Other talking points. Uh, do we want to do Stuart Broad first? Do we want to do Steve Smith first? Do we want to do England blowing an opportunity first? Do we want to talk about the pitch? Do we want to talk about the rain? There was a lot of rain. Um, uh, I, I guarantee you there'll be other podcasts, less, less, other less well-researched podcasts out there talking about the groundsmen and how they came on for like 35 seconds a couple of times and then went off again. And there wasn't any rain on the radar, but then there was rain at the ground. And they interviewed the groundsman and two groundsmen had a running race. I, gu- I guarantee you that'll be 25 minutes of content on at least one of our competitors' podcasts. Um, <laughs> well, we'll leave I, that to I, them, shall we? Can, can, we talk about, <laughs> can we talk about Steve Smith? Yes, let's talk about Smithy Smudger. So, let's say, he's, has he found his hands? Is that what he was... Uh, that's, just, that's just saying, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, well, he got stuck in, in an elevator, didn't he? In a lift, mm. as we would say, actually, in this country uh, recently. So maybe that experience has put the 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 other experience of international cricket into contrast you know I, I have you ever been stuck in a lift no i haven't i'm glad to say yeah i would theorize though it's quite traumatic uh, you don't know if you're going to get out you yeah he looked in a he lift. looked pretty traumatized from the uh, from the video he posted <laughs> You think you're going to have to live in a lift <laughs> for the rest of your not, life? You're, you're just going to waste away in the lift. It's going to be impossible to get it's, out of the lift. It's fine. That, that's, that's, running, that's running through Steve Smith's head that I'm never it's, getting out of this lift. Probably. I, probably. I, He's never I, going to bat again. He, um, he was fine. He managed to get Labashane to feed him some M&Ms through the crack. So. And it, oh, this is he, naughty. After, <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought he was going to have to live on M&Ms the rest of his life. Um, instead, he's out at the SCG and he gets to enjoy himself. So I reckon it, it it's like it's a, a perspective thing. thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's now he's been through a release of pressure. Yeah, more pressurised than than playing cricket. <laughs> being stuck in a lift, he's free again to score runs. Is that what you were going to say, Ross, or did you have something <laughs> no, particular? No, to, no, to, to, no, to definitely. I'm, I'm now just going. I'm now spiralling on Steve Smith's behalf. What about if this lift starts filling up with water? What am I doing? They'll have to put a straw down and have to breathe through a straw. Eat M and M's for the rest of his life. Um, get all wrinkly. Yeah, uh, it was. To be fair, that was the most interesting thing Steve Swift has done um, on on TV. I thought for a long time since really crying. Enjoyed it. I, I found it. I found it weirdly captivating. Yeah. Right. I, well, actually, you know, of the two pieces of off-field viral content that have done the rounds on cricket recently we've got the steve smith elevator and then we've got alistair cook and uh Mo and and <laughs> frosty stare down or or, or or whatever that was mm. um which did you prefer max or what did you find funnier uh well they're two very different forms of comedy aren't they they were the mm. steve smith thing was much more the sort of american australian sitcom kind of you know a bit yeah. light-hearted and jokey and that's and Jim the, in the American office. Exactly. And and, and Alistair Cook and Moen Ali was very much the British office, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah that yeah. was there you go. That was black. <laughs> black <laughs> comedy. That's you absolutely nailed that, Max. Um <laughs> well, I, I think, I think Moen Ali, Alistair Cook is what I would pay to see. Mm. Or I would it, you know, that's what I put on Netflix. Well, it's got it's got more more there are more discussion points and there's more to be had yeah. from it. There's you know that's just scratching the surface. Steve Smith yeah. was in the elevator, he's out the elevator. That's done. That's this. Here's an idea. Legs. Here's an idea. Mo and Ali, Alistair Cook, stuck in a lift. Oh <laughs> on the podcast. You're not getting out of here, lads, until you've worked this shit out. Um filmed. 30 minutes, channel four. We'll be 25 Prime minutes, time. lads. Yeah. I like that. Um, what were you actually going to say about Steve Smith, Ross? 
Just the fact that he struggled this series, I think, a little bit in terms of like his his overall aura for for the Ashes, right? I think he's he's looking for that century. Um, but again, here he contributed quite quite nicely, and again, that partnership with Kawaja was really really important to Australia. Um, and I think it's just um, I'm not saying it's nice to Steve Steve Smith's cool runs because that's not not what I'm saying, but it, it's it's a, it's a a big thing for for him. I think he was under not not pressure. But there was a little bit around like he must have been increasingly frustrated that things weren't going his way. Uh, yeah, well now they are. Um, he's yeah. also, you know, what was what was has he scored more runs than Root? He's probably above Root, isn't he? Or if Root, oh, above everyone's him because Root's Root's batted more. Yeah, um, everyone scored more runs than England players. So I think. <laughs> well, but, so it's you got to put these things into into the context, haven't you? Of what, hmm. what they happened in. Um, what's the averaging for the series now? 35, 40. Yeah, well, I mean, we'd love to have... Yeah, well, we'd take, we we'd probably take any, we'd take any of the Australian we'd, batsmen, we'd I think. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'd take any of the Bangladeshi batsmen. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Litton Das, so, come on. <laughs> yeah, come on down. Um, oh, right. Um, Stuart Broad, Max. Um, he was the standout performer for England. Um, we, you, you were joking around that you had to motivate him by dropping him hmm. and winding him up, poking him. Uh, to get him going. Uh, it seems to have worked better late than never, right? Yeah, cage tiger approach. It's uh, it's it's a good one. The only downside of it is that you miss uh, three games of Stuart Broad before you get the good game of Stuart Broad, mm. when maybe you should just play the man who's good at cricket. Um, old, uh, oldest bowler to take a five for an Australia for 70 years, I think it was. Um, so that's pretty, uh, pretty good going. Um, really... Bowled really well, didn't he? Uh, kept plugging away, even when things weren't going uh, necessarily England's way. Uh, what what can you say about a man who's taken that you know over four hundred wickets in one hundred and fifty tests? Like he's he's just a really good bowler, and England leaving him out of those two games is pretty pretty mad, to be honest. Um, and he's proving proving that point. But how many times is he gonna have to prove that point? Like that's the this is the this is the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So I was doing guerrilla cricket last night, and this was one of the things that came up in England's selection again. It's it's difficult it's, to not talk about it sometimes. Well, it is, isn't it? I mean, how are we in a situation here, bearing in mind the teams that we've selected in one, two, three, where Anderson, Wood, um, Broad, and Leach is, is and Stokes say, although Stokes might be injured, I don't know if we can talk about that in a bit. How have we ended up in a situation where that is the bowling attack, but that was inappropriate for the first match? Um, like I understand, I understand, I do understand. I genuinely understand why you don't want Mark Wood as your number eight. Mm. That is a problem. Like that, it's it's. There are other problems in the England team, but that is one of the problems. If you if you were looking at is this a strong cricket team, and you said Mark Wood's batting at eight, you'd say mm, they're they're liable to go from two hundred and fifty for five to two hundred and eighty all out quite regularly. You know, yeah. it's two hundred and fifty for five. <laughs> Um, but so, so I understand that, you know, in the initial case, they've just, they, what they've done is they said, right, we're going to play someone who can bat at number eight so that we don't subside so quickly that, the, so that the, 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 we have a managed decline in our innings. Um, they've gone with that approach again for the second or what third test by playing Wokes. Uh, Wokes was in at the, the MCG, wasn't he? Or maybe not. Um, no, I think we, we dropped him for the MCG. We had Wood at eight. Right. Last time. Okay. Oh, yeah. So they had Robinson at eight, which yeah. is fine. I mean, like Robinson maybe hasn't performed like a number eight, but they obviously think he can, but he seems to be able to bat in, in county cricket. 
Got a first-class century, any? Yeah. So why now? Why now is that not the approach? If that was one of the things that you were saying, we're going to pick a team around. Why? Why have you gone into a match where with with a bowling lineup that that can't bat? Like you've got Leach, Anderson, and Broad, who are all number 11s, and Wood, who's number 10, as you, as your tail. Like it it. That cognitive dissonance doesn't make sense. Now, obviously, things haven't gone to plan and they've had to make changes as they've gone. But I don't really understand why, if all your planning suggests that you need a number eight who can bat, why that's gone out the window for this test. And and conversely, why, if you're happy to do this now, why you couldn't have just played the, the best bowling lineup in, in the first test? Can anyone enlighten me here? It's big brain. Big brain. Okay. Big Explains brain. Is, yeah. How does big brain work? It's that kind of bit of being like, do you know, what, what are they going to expect? So they, they were just like, Australia are going to think we're going to turn up with our best bowling lineup. We've got a person who's got the wood over David Warner. Um, wouldn't it be kind of, mm-hmm. wouldn't it throw them off? It would unstabilize the Australian mindset if we pick yeah. the worst, if we pick a worse bowling lineup. And maybe that was, maybe that was Spoon's thinking. Who knows? Yeah. That's the, that's the um, only reason I can think about it because it's baffling. Um, Stuart Broad did was expensive today. He did take pick up five, but he did go for a hundred. Yeah, uh, they did, get, he did get his ton up. Yeah, um, yeah. But he, a bit, take, he, he probably he also did, did a bit more bowling than he would have been expected to do. What with Ben Stokes not being able to bowl for. But our problem is taking wickets sometimes, and that's there when you're in Australia on pitches like this, you got to get them right. So sometimes it's going to cost. He has had. Um, in the two or three tests, I can't. They change so often. I actually can't remember who's in for what test. I think he's played two tests. I think this is yeah, second he played test. the second one. And second. He played the second one in this one. Right. So he has had, in terms of false shot percentage, you know, which is a bit of an advanced metric, I suppose. He has had his best tour of Australia on this tour. Um, so he is inducing more mistakes from batters in 2021-22 than he has on his other two tours of Australia, which suggests. He's bowling pretty well and suggests they probably made a mistake not picking him. And Ross, yeah, you make a good point. A little bit expensive, 101 runs and 29 overs, 3.4 and over. Still an average of, of 20. Yeah. You would I would I would You'd rather I would rather England bowl Australia out for 202 quite quickly. And and they Australia hit some fours than <laughs> than, than the other option. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. It's it's you know they don't have to they don't have to listen to to what I think. In fact, they they don't. I know they don't. Um, I, I, they don't even have to listen. I'm pretty sure that doesn't happen. But um, I I think it is odd. I think it is odd that the way the selections have been justified, the way they've been made. I mean, we we've talked plenty about the spinners and, and when when Jack Leach has been in and out of the side. But the actual makeup of the team now is completely different to how it was for the first three tests, um, which makes no sense because they, <laughs> they should be picking a team based on the same sort of thought process. That's, that's, all, that's sort of the minimum we're asking for. We don't, look, you can be bad, but like be bad with logic. Don't be bad without logic. I just uh, think... For for me, I mean, I totally understand the the fear of not having of wanting to play Wokes to bat at eight, but you got to think about what, what's the expected benefit of batting Wokes over Wood? Maybe twenty runs if you look at averages, and then what's the potential benefit of having a, the right bowler to take wickets? I mean, I think the potential upside of that is far greater. 
The um, likely upside, at least. Maybe not the potential upside, but the likely upside of that is is greater for me. But, you know. I mean, I, I think some of the done. problems were pretty fixable as well, weren't they? Play one of Anderson or Broad at Brisbane. You don't even have yep. to play both. We're not asking yeah. for everything. But you could you could play both and not pick Robinson and have Wokes on the side or play both and bat Robinson at eight. Mm. Then uh, at Adelaide, play the spinner. Um, at, at the MCG, I think, in fairness, they probably were near right um with yeah. with who they with who they they picked i don't i don't think that was well apart from the batting yeah <laughs> you can say you can say the batting's been a problem the whole time but but it's it's they had the bowling right and then in this one now we we do look a little bit weak mm. uh, with the bat um any other talking points from today's play australia sped up pretty nicely didn't they it was a well put together innings do you want to talk about the declaration it was an interesting declaration um, no, I think it was a it was a good declaration. I thought mm. I think it showed showed that they kind of again they go for the kill, right? They they go in and be like, yeah. you know, let's test out Hamidus, test out Crawley. It almost came off if it wasn't for the two millimeters as he uh, talked about. Um, we, we haven't really mentioned Stark, and Stark is having a brilliant series. I think he's bowling fantastically. Um, I think his average since the start of 2019 is higher than any other England batsman other than Joe Root. Um, like he's a very, very hand. Like you compare our number eights being Mark Wood, and then you've got Stark coming in, kind of around that point. That this, that is, he's a massive well, asset for Cummins, this side. Cummins and Stark today both scored what thirty odd, and Nathan yeah. Lyon coming in with his T20 smashing, and that that ultimately took took the score from something possibly manageable to something that you think England are going to be, uh, will be, I well, I'm maybe not surprised, but England will have to work hard to bat, to make Australia bat again. We're a little bit guilty of doing that quite often. Um, like England do it, we let the game just drift a little bit. And like with Milan, Max, you talked about Milan bowling to his Kwaja, again, just not really controlling the narrative around that kind of piece and being just like not making things as difficult as possible. Um, well, and sometimes game of, It's game of match awareness. Yeah, and so sometimes people have a swing, get away with it. But I think also sometimes England are just a bit like, well, it's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> just like, well, we'll just wait until these guys get out. Um, and it doesn't really work that way. Jack, your facial expression suggests that you uh, don't think England will have to work hard to make Australia back again. I don't think they'll have to work. I, I mean, no, they obviously they will have to work at least as hard as they have done in their best innings on this tour. But I, I, I was looking at the weather forecast. There is no way. There is no way we're getting three full days of test cricket. And even if we were, a semi-competent team get out of this problem with a draw. Well, we got, Don't even have to be a good team. I think a, a semi-competent in. team. We got a lot in today and there was a lot of rain around. So forecast yeah. at least. Uh, so, how, yeah. how many overs have we had so far in the, in, in the match? Uh, so we had... 139. 139. So that's, that's sort so we're, of... We're down... We're losing 20 overs a day. So yeah. we've already lost a session and a bit. I think we can probably expect that rate to continue because weather doesn't look like it's going to get better. And today might be the best, the best weather, or, or last night rather, might have been the best weather that we we see um, overall. So let's say let's say we lose ten overs today and we lose one session. So there's you know seven sessions to go. A semi competent team can bat for five or six of those. It's not it's not a it's not a deadly pitch. The the BBC in in their morning briefing we're describing it as like an up and down wicket it's it's got a spot it's it juice. does have a spot yeah it does have a spot at one end where it's 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 leaping around a little bit but it's pretty slow it's not a fast wicket you, you know the, when that when it's been kicking out the pitch it's not been like coming out the wicket and flying past people's heads and flicking gloves and going over the slips it's just sort of been plopping into people's 
wastes or, or there was one there was one against um there was one off of uh it was it was Cummings bowling it was start bowling to uh Crawley that almost took his elbow off and flew over Alex Carey so there is, there yeah, is there's the, the old, the old you're one. talking you're talking like it's yeah, pretty rare the, the 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 I guess the difference there is that uh this is Australia's bowlers and England's bowlers uh you know the the comparison is slightly like Mark Mark Wood we can look at what maybe what Mark Wood extracted from the pitch but Stuart Broad was getting some getting some life out of it so I think Cummins and Stark is gonna there's gonna be that little extra uh bit of pace that No, that I'm look, I'm it. not saying I'm not saying there's there's nothing in it for bowlers. I'm saying Australia need to take twenty wickets. They don't have loads of runs on the board. They probably will need to bat again if England don't completely balls it up. Um so I I, I if if you know this is England's best chance of the they they this is England's best chance so far in the tour to get a draw. They haven't been in a position like this yet. They're, they're actually in a position where uh, a positive result, and we're calling a draw a positive result here, oh, sure. is, is more likely than not for any competent cricket team. Um, I don't, they don't even have to do anything radical. They just have to bat. Um, it's, got, there's yeah. no pressure from them to score because they can't, they're not going to win. They would have to bat the whole of the day and the whole of, the whole of the day after to to, to rack up the runs to put Australia under any pressure whatsoever. And even then, it would only probably be a lead of 100, 150. Do you back England to be able to bat, Ross? Not at all. We've all the evidence suggests otherwise. Um, we, don't I, the right yeah, we, don't, we don't have the right, right. team. We've, not, we've picked the wrong team. I mean, SK uh, Rami's Ali's highlighted, do you think Dan Lawrence has been given enough chances? We're playing Bairstow again. Like Bairstow's oh, yeah. not... We're, we're not going yeah. to... Right, look, some of these players, when they're given a really limited objective, are absolutely fine. They're... They're, they're capable of doing the limited objective. Look at Butler in, 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 in the second test. He knew what he had to do, and he just blocked the shit out of it for ages. Now, when Butler is given, like... When Butler is dropped in a situation where he has to make decisions and he has to adapt his game from over to over and he has to choose which bowler he wants to go after and um, it's not really sure, it's not really clear whether England are on top or not, you see him fail quite regularly because I don't think he's actually actually clear in his mind what it is he's supposed to do. It couldn't be any simpler for England. Just bat for as long as you possibly can and you will not lose this match. But Josh Butler's not going to bat like he did in that test. Josh Butler's... But like, he, I don't think England are going to go well, into I'm not this saying thinking to... they just have to bat for as long as they can. I mean, but they should just... do. Yeah, but they're it's, not going to. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. It, I, I think I look. I, I, I think it's a really easy thing for them to do. I, I, I'm not saying here they're definitely going to get out of it with the draw. I'm saying they, they've got a 60% chance of draw. Even this bad England team got a 60% chance of draw. You know, one percent chance of win, um, and Australia take the rest. So Australia is still still favourites from the point of view of who might actually win. But the draw is the the draw is the the, the most likely outcome. Um, it's it it is a, it is a pretty placid wicket. There's some legs. There's some miles in some of the Australian bowlers now. Um, I don't think they'll be bowling ferocious spells the whole way through uh, the next three days. Um, will Scott Boland be as good at the SCG? Probably, but um, <laughs> but but I, I think there are there's there's reasonable there's reason a reasonable expectation that that England can get out of this this test with a um with a draw we have a we have a super chat ross have so we've had we've had two so Ramy's oh, do, do, yeah. let's do them let's do them and then yeah. we'll do messages and then we'll finish off with whatever else we can think of uh so Ramy said uh, do you think dan lawrence has been given enough chances uh no's probably the answer 
Um, but again, in the in the pecking order, you've got Ollie Pope, you've got Bearstow, you've got him. Um, I mean, I never think Bearstow's the right answer, but England always do. Yeah, they do like Bearstow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's and that's the spot they're fighting out for, right? Um, I think if England actually were thinking about it, it Dan Lawrence probably would have been a better option. Um, but you know, what, what could we do now? Um, and Rajat Bandari has said, uh, do you think England playing with the Duke ball and other countries with the Kookaburra affect batting? Um, I know Kookaburra is more batter friendly. Uh, probably a little bit. I mean, I, I think, I think it's it's this was a ponting idea, wasn't it? Or it was it was another people idea, but ponting was the the latest to sort of expound it. That perhaps in the county championship at the beginning and the end of the season they should use the Kookaburra, and then in the middle bit use the Dukes, which would, would make the most sense, wouldn't it? Right? Mm. You know, when it's when the ball is when it's very difficult to bat. Although batting averages don't suggest that's necessarily true. Apparently, batting averages are actually higher in April and May than they are later in the season. But let's ignore it's that. Because no one catches anything because their hands are too cold. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go with the narrative. That could be it. Let's just go with the narrative. Maybe do use the Kookaburra. We had Chris Nash was on yesterday talking about how terrifying, effectively, it is to be an opening bat and to know that you're going to have a ball with your name on it. Maybe take that out of the game a little bit and, and, and see um what happens um give give batters a little bit more of a chance you do have to bear in mind though in england it does rain a lot lots of overs are lost to to the weather so you need something to accelerate the game a little bit yeah. it can't just be flat sex and kookaburras <laughs> like it. It. Ah, and everybody's drawn <laughs> every game again like even in test matches in england right you, you 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 if they're played in the good bit of the summer there's all oh, there's like days lost to rain all the time. I mean, they're pro- probably you lose an average of two sessions of tests, don't you, to, to weather in England. And, and the, the thing you need to make it likely or more likely than not that you will get a result is, is a ball that does do a little bit more. It's like this. It's the same as in Sri Lanka or India or Pakistan when the pitch starts to fall apart on day four and five. You need that to happen a bit because it's pretty easy a lot of the time to bat on days one two and three and you need you actually need the game to accelerate so that you can get a result um you know 150 a chase of 150 on day five in in one of those countries is really interesting because the pitch is so different to, to when both teams scored 450 in the first innings right um the the the, the duke's ball is the balance there now for england's test team and 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 looking at what might be best for them I think there's a decent point there, but but you have to. There, there's some other things to bear in mind. Plus, all like the the professional cricketers that are experts at bowling with the Duke's ball, they're not going to be super thrilled if you're like, well, <laughs> now you're redundant. Um, it's... Yeah, well, it'd be it'd be interesting because I I mean it'd be interesting to see what what's harder going from Duke's to Kookaburra or Kookaburra to Duke's. I mean, logically, you'd think it would be easier to go from the one that moves less to the one that moves more, right? But I guess there's a there's a an element of control that you have to have but i mean you know that's that's again the thing that you know maybe english bowlers should experience and get a bit of practice with it's like going and going and trying to see how they make this ball work so they've got a bit of uh, experience of that under their belts i'd like to see some day night county championship games as well that'd be that'd be good get people going to yeah, it. get along <laughs> to some after work well, they did uh, well, this speak- one year, didn't it? It was too cold. So they, there's that, on that particular occasion, oh, yeah, not it was in April. Cold, so they cancelled it forever. Don't do a, um, don't do a day night on the 15th of April. That's mad. <laughs> be frosty. Uh, 
Well, speaking of well, speaking of cricket balls, um, it's a good time to plug our sponsor, Serious Cricket, yes. uh, because you're a valued listener, um, and it is our favourite hobby. Um, you get ten percent off when you use the code TCP10 on their website and all equipment. Um, there we go. Yep, Se- seamless. Um, Maybe not serious, the serious cricket.co.uk. Go over there now because it's important for us that you do that. Yeah, if you um, order, so so, if you like order something. If you order something, they might they might sponsor the next test match. <laughs> uh, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. Um, we actually have a couple of new Patreons. So we've got a few new. So we've got Vinith signed up uh, yesterday, the 5th. Thank you, Vinith. Uh, we've got Mark Lambon, 2nd of January. Uh, Nat Chiquette uh, and Nat Harper. Um, thank you to our foremost recent Patreons there, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod right fellas anything final on this podcast uh or this podcast this test this day's cricket where do we see things going tomorrow maybe as a as a, as a, as a thing to, to round this yeah, I, was, I was just gonna, i was just gonna say score predictions for zach crawley max what's he on now two uh i think he'll get 13 okay 13 yeah um 108 <laughs> All right, I'll buy you a drink. I know, I know. That that, right, look, here's the thing. I think Crawley will be able to bat on this wicket. I don't think it's particularly iffy. He's already um, got so out once. Yeah, but he was just getting in, wasn't he? <laughs> um, so it's if he lasts 15 balls, um, I think there's a big score for Zach Crawley here. So I don't, yeah. I don't think, I think you can just whack through the blind of the ball, and that's sort of what he's good at. So. Absolutely smoking something this morning, Hopi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, Pradswell was uh, predicted 39. Um, Tim in the chat was also uh, talking, where's Craig Overton? Don't, he'll be in there for the fifth test. So will Don Bess. Um, well, the, <laughs> the whole the whole cast, James Vince will come back. It'd be great. Well, it's actually a reasonable point. If you're looking at England's like thought of having Chris Wokes at number eight so that <laughs> someone can bat and you brought Chris, Craig Overton on along and Ollie Robinson's out, I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't picked him. Good. Would you I'm have not, not saying over. it's the right thing to do, but I'm, I'm just surprised they haven't. Imagine if they would have picked Overton over Broad. Broad would, reti- <laughs> Broad would <laughs> retired on the spot. I, yeah. well, I think Broad's not going to retire now. So if you like Broad, something could happen today. Um, well, we're going to be back tomorrow morning, aren't we? Or yep. if we're in the UK, or tomorrow evening if you're in Australia, or tomorrow lunchtime if you're in India. Um, we're all off to go and do our day jobs now. Yeah, and, uh, hopefully, and watching India or South Africa in yeah, the background, we, right? We said we might do a YouTube exclusive live show. We're not going to do a podcast on this. So if you're listening on the podcast, you have to go over to YouTube to find this. We might do a little recap of that test. We did a, we did a short one, didn't we, um, yesterday evening mm-hmm. um, on, on days one, two, three, and four. But we might, we might finish that off. Um, any final messages from you, Max? No. Have a nice Bring day, everyone. Collapse. Yeah, uh, at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Goodbye. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.